It's Saturday, August 13th, and this is Brian with the Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. The virus that causes paralytic polio has been found in New York City sewage samples, according to city and state health departments. Health officials said Friday that findings suggests likely local circulation of the virus, which was recently detected in Rockland and Orange counties, both of which are north of New York City. The detection of polio virus in wastewater samples in New York City is alarming but not surprising, New York State's Health Commissioner Mary T. Bassett said. Dr. Bassett and New York City's Health Commissioner Ashwin Vassan encouraged residents to get vaccinated against polio. The statewide polio vaccination rate for children under two years old is 79%. The highly transmissible polio virus is typically spread when a person comes into contact with another person's infected feces and then touches their mouth. Many people who contract the virus are asymptomatic, according to the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Some develop flu-like symptoms. Around the world, Ukraine said it is preparing plans to evacuate civilians from towns around the Russian-controlled Zaporizhia nuclear plant in case fighting in the area and Russian restrictions on personnel cause a radiation leak. The power plant is not just in enemy hands, but in the hands of untrained specialists who can cause a tragedy, Ukrainian Interior Minister Denis Monastirsky said, adding that the access of Ukrainian personnel has been restricted in some areas. The level of danger is the highest. It's hard to even imagine the scale of the tragedy if Russian activities continue there, he said. The situation at the nuclear facility, the largest in Europe with six reactors, was discussed overnight at the UN Security Council, where Russia rejected Western demands to demilitarize the facility. Back in the U.S., the House passed a climate and health care bill Friday that will soon head to President Biden's desk, the culmination of a year-long push Democrats hope will motivate their voters in the midterm elections. The party line 220-207 to 207 vote comes less than a week after the Senate passed the measure. It imposes new taxes on large profitable corporations, spends $87 billion over a decade on new workers and technology at the IRS, caps insulin costs for Medicare recipients, puts Medicare on course to negotiate drug prices, and funds hundreds of billions of dollars in tax subsidies intended to combat climate change. House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy said that the tax increases would hurt businesses, put ordinary Americans under the scrutiny of tax agents, and discourage drug makers from developing new medicines in the service of giving tax breaks to wealthy buyers of electric vehicles. In other news, Salman Rushdie, whose novel The Satanic Verses drew death threats from Iran's leaders in the 1980s, was stabbed in the neck and abdomen Friday by a man who rushed the stage as the author was about to give a lecture in western New York. A bloodied Rushdie, who is 75 years old, was flown to a hospital and underwent surgery. His agent, Andrew Wiley, said the writer was on a ventilator Friday evening with a damaged liver, severed nerves in his arm, and an eye he was likely to lose. The motive for the attack was unclear, State Police Major Eugene Stranazewski said. Rushdie's 1988 novel was viewed as blasphemous by many Muslims who saw a character as an insult to the Prophet Muhammad, among other objections. The book was banned in Iran, where the late leader Grand Ayatollah Ruhalo Khomeini issued a 1989 edict calling for Rushdie's death. And 
Arizona began moving in shipping containers to close a 1,000-foot gap in the border wall near the southern Arizona farming community of Yuma on Friday, with officials saying they were acting to stop migrants after repeated unfulfilled promises by the Biden administration to block off the area. The move by Arizona comes without explicit permission on federal land, with state contractors starting to move in 60-foot-long shipping containers and stacking two of the nine-foot-tall containers on top of each other early Friday. They plan to complete the job within days, and the containers will be topped off with four feet of razor wire, said Katie Ratleaf, Deputy Chief of Staff to Governor Doug Ducey. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. These headlines were brought to you today by Podmeo. Start your podcast easily at podmeo.com, the world's number one podcast hosting. Subscribe to this daily morning brief on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.